Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose show, where we put your health and happiness as our number one priority. I'm your host, Carrie Faith, and I'll be sharing a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to create your masterpiece called Life. I believe that with faith and inspired action, anything and everything is possible. And when you combine it with purpose, there is absolutely no limit to your success. I share my own personal struggles and triumphs while exposing global perspectives about happiness, health, and well-being. We combine talks around spirituality, psychology, and self-development to align your mind, body, and soul. Together, we connect, create, and transform from the inside out. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, tea, or if you're anything like me, a glass of water, or perhaps even some champagne, while we carry faith on purpose together. Hello and welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose podcast. I am so excited to have my long lost sister with me and us today. Her name is Samina and she is a mom, although she says it way better with her English accent. An entrepreneur, may I add a businesswoman and a very savvy one, an advocate for wom- women and whose mission is to guide women to live their dream life, which she firmly believes is the dream life. So without further ado, Samina, could you introduce yourself to our audience? Hey, Kerry. I love that. I love that I'm your long lost sister. And I have to say there's been such a soul connection in the last few months between us, which has been so fabulous to just find someone that I can discuss my mission with and also obviously discuss your mission with and we're both out there delivering on that. I do firmly believe that a dream life is real life and that's a life lived on your terms. Um, and you know put simply that means that all of us deserve and can live what we believe is our dream life. And the way that we have to do that is just know. We just know what we want and go for it. But obviously that isn't always that's easier said than done. So what I choose to do is help women to learn the tools and the tactics, the strategies, the mindset, you know, the community that they need so that they can figure out what their dream life is and then go out and get it because we deserve it. We all deserve it. You know, we only have one. I actually do believe in reincarnation, but we do only have one shot at a time. So we should definitely make the most of it. And, you know, one thing that I really try and say to people often is when you get to your deathbed, what regrets will you have? And let's get rid of those now. You know, let's figure, let's figure this out now. Let's do that deathbed scenario. Let's talk about what you're actually going to look back on and say, I wish I had done that. And now let's get started. Let's get those dreams happening. So that's, that's what mission I'm on at the moment. I'm so glad that you're here to support me on it. You have given me like so many chills just now in the past, (laughs) what, one to two minutes with your description of your dream life and almost even making me to the point of crying because it takes so much. It seems easy and it actually is easy, but 
it does take that work of showing up every day, I feel like for ourselves and really honoring that the dream life is the real life, but we have to feel worthy of it. We have to know and have that knowing and have that certainty. And so I love that you said you have to know. And really, I feel like we all know. We all know from such an early age, the truth, our truth, without the the BS, right? Whether <laughs> yeah. that be the bull crap or whether that be the limiting belief system or whatever that BS comes along. Sometimes it's trauma. I mean, it can be so many different things, but it's that inner knowing. And that's really what stood out with your description of the dream life. How do we know and how do we discover what we know, right? So yeah. I do want to discuss how you've lived out your dream life and made it real and made it your truth and how travel found you and how you found yourself in travel and then living life on your own terms. So those are three topics I want to discuss today. Yeah. And I can't wait because they're topics close to my heart. So you spoke, you, you've chosen the top three. Let's do it. Right. So Going back to knowing, how did you know? And when was it that you knew that dream life was the real life? Yeah, that's the best question you could have asked me because I'll be honest with you, I didn't know. And uh, that's one thing I tell people when they come to me and, and ask similar questions like, how do I know? The first thing you have to do is stop thinking about what you don't want and what you don't know and start focusing on what you do want and what you do know. And for me, I guess it did go that way around where I said, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to be in this situation anymore. This is not, this is not my life. You know, I've signed up for something else. I deserve better. And that, that when that happened and that penny dropped, which was in my late thirties, and I'll talk about how I got there. That's when I finally decided to start making decisions and knowing what my dream life was. And that, turns out, and this is after many years, you know, probably a decade and a half of thinking about this, of research, discussing with people. So just knowing that that's a life lived on your terms. If you do that and keep those simple words in your head, like if you show up every day for yourself and is this what I want? Is this a life on my terms? You are living your dream life. And, you know, what I really want to make clear, it's not about sitting on the beach drinking cocktails or, you know, hanging around with your friends, doing nothing all day, you know, earning money, just uh, pressing a couple of buttons in the morning. And it's work. It takes showing up for yourself every day. It takes self-reflection. It takes, you know, getting out there and grinding. But because you're doing it on your terms, that's your dream. You know, that's, and you're always going to know that. You'll know that every day. So for me, that happened, you know, after I had had done all, ticked all the boxes, got my grades in my teens, um, got myself a fabulous career in the city of London, which is where I was from, married, uh, you know, my sweetheart, and then he still is my husband and I still love him. So that was all great. So I was living a good life. I was, you know, going along the right path. And I guess it's when I started to have my children. Well, I'm sorry, it was before I decided to have my children, I realized that that was next. And I didn't want to have children and be feeling resentful. So I said to my husband, we need to do this. Let's go traveling. 
it just something happened, whether it was divine intervention, whether it was, you know, some external source or whether it came from the inside, from my soul. It was like, drop everything. Don't worry about it. It will work out, but just hit the road. There's, there's a reason. So we actually did. We, you know, with some money in the bank, we went traveling for a year and it really showed me so many things. It allowed me to meet thousands of people who were living their version of their dream life and doing things that I'd never considered because I had not been exposed to those ideas and those options and opportunities, um, especially growing up in an Asian culture with quite a narrow focus. Uh, and so just seeing that and going, they're happy. They may not be the richest and they may not even own a car or a house, but they're super happy. How is that? And why is that? And, you know, if you ask them, do they enjoy what they're doing? The answer is always yes from all walks of life, from all types of backgrounds. So that was probably the first realization. And then I guess, you know, being along that journey, having more pennies drop where we realized that we had to take different um, opportunities and different paths in our life. And then when I had my first child and I realized we were definitely in the rat race, you know, my husband, we had come back from traveling. I had my child and my husband was going to work. I was at home with my child I was about to have my second and it just didn't feel right it felt so grindy it felt like we were doing things because we thought we had to rather than we wanted to and I just said to him I said we need to leave we need to do something different and because we had while we had been traveling randomly invested in a a piece of land on an island because we had the money and it felt like a good opportunity we then went back and started our business there and have never looked back that was for me a big, you know, a big V in my path. And I've never looked back. I've since then I've made decisions very differently for myself, which have been allowed me to play out my dream life. So how long ago was it that you went off to the island where you had bought bought land and traveling? How long ago was it that you took your one child or was it two children? I had two at that time. Yeah. It's been yeah, it's been 12 years since then. So we've been living living out there, building our business, raising my children. I've had a third since then. So, um, you know, living our dream, building our business, raising our children and having loads of, for me, free, you know, knowing my values, freedom being one of them, having freedom ingrained in my life ever since has been so key to the extent that last year we actually went traveling again with the three kids to um, a few different places that we hadn't been but also back to places we had been back when we did our year travel and you know taking our kids back to those places was just so special so being able to do that and still live our life with the financial security and the motivation and the feeling of having impact just feels really blessed. But I know that I've put a lot of work into that. So one thing I never, I I really don't allow people to say to me that I'm lucky because I don't believe that's, I feel that's a way of not doing things yourself sometimes, just say it's luck. Um, And dream lives are not built on luck. They're built on action and they're built on knowing and they're built on, you know, having a vision and imperfectly going ahead for your dream. And it will feel great along the way. So I love that what you said about it's not necessarily even knowing in the instance that takes showing up and removing layers and understanding really what you don't want. That stood out to me. It's what you don't want. It's not necessarily about 
having the crystal ball right in front of you, you do have the crystal ball inside of you, I believe. But really on the ex- in the external world, it's about what do you not want that is not serving you, that is yeah. not making your heart sing at night and not having you in peace throughout the day. And we all, most people that are listening to iTunes, right, or on any podcast platform, most people do have a good life. Because they have the ability to listen, the ability to have free speech, the ability to take care of their needs. So it's the difference between having the good life and having the great life, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And living, living life on our own terms. Yeah. But like because said, it's it's not luck because that's why I added you are a very savvy business woman and entrepreneur because it's not luck. Unfortunately, we can't sip a, sit on the beach and sip pina coladas. <laughs> Sign me up maybe for a week, but honestly, I would get bored if I was doing yeah. it for an extended period of time. Yeah, you'll be surprised when you do, you know, we've we've had plenty of days where we, you know, we have our business, it's running, we have our, all our staff, our bar is open, but we still get down to work and think of the next idea or the next plan or we start, you know, creating the next thing because it does get old and it does get limiting to just say, yeah, well, you end up becoming an alcoholic, you know, oh, I'm just going to sit at my bar and drink drinks. So I've had plenty of customers come up to me and, you know, visitors who've stayed with us and say, oh, you must just love it. You just sit around drinking. It's the dream life. And I'm like, yeah, but you actually at some point decide you want to do more than that. And that's where I have now pivoted or added on actually an extra layer rather than pivot is the coaching to help other people do the same. Because I do believe that everyone, every woman out there deserves to live her dream life. She needs to define it. She needs to know what it is. And then she needs to learn, she needs to learn the skills that it takes to get there. So, you know, I had to learn many things along my, along my way about hospitality and running a business. And, you know, I had certain skills that I picked up in corporates, but other skills, my herself and my husband had to learn along the way. Um, but it was worth it. You know, when you're motivated, it's worth it. So that's, that's where it's all the passion and the drive comes from, because you know that it's, it's where you're headed. It's your vision. You know what you want and you're ready to go for it. So you had mentioned about you had to pick up a lot of skills and hospitality. So you want to tell the listeners exactly what you were doing on the island for the past 10 years before mm-hmm. your most recent travel, because it really is fascinating. I do believe this ties into the dream life is the real life because not everyone lives that type of lifestyle like you have on the island. So tell me like in a few minutes, what it is like (laughs) and where the island is. Okay. So we're on a tiny island off Bali, but it's called the Ibiza of Indonesia or or Ibiza of Asia, actually. So it's a really cool, funky place, which has grown with us. So we arrived there at a time when there wasn't much going on. And over the last 12, 14 years, it's really boomed. And I, I believe we contributed to that. So that makes me very proud. But we've always, it's the island's very ethical in terms of its stance on sustainability and on the environment. It's a diving island so there's lots of concern about the way the marine life is kept and we've 
got rid of loads of things like dive um, dive fit, bomb fishing and things like that. So the waters around there are beautiful. Um, and we as a business have always had values around community and connection and inspiring our customers. So when you visit us, you leave, you know, you've either learned a new skill like scuba diving or you've connected with people that you may not have connected with. You will have done a beach clean, so you will have flat part of the community. Um, or you may even have been inspired to change your own life because you've talked to one of our instructors or you've spoken to like myself or my husband or our managers. So that's our aim is to have people leave transformed. It's not just a place to sleep and have a drink um, or, eat a, or eat a meal. Um, and because of that, it's lovely energy around there. And, you know, sunsets and sunrises are beautiful on this island as well. And there's no motorized vehicles. So you can imagine raising children was just lush. They could run around the beach life, swimming, climbing trees. And it just felt really right and easy. And we did, I'll be honest with you, when we left England, we did have to fight some demons like, oh, my God, what about, you know, financial security? What about you know, our property, what about having a car and all the things that we were attached to in the Western world, we had to let go of those slowly but surely and realize that they were not important to us anymore. And what was important was quality of our family life and having a business that we really felt connected to and really on a mission to make it, you know, the, what we wanted to do in the world, which is our impact um, on people who visited us. I always think of ourselves like if you visit us, you're our guest and you leave having had a week to yourself of an amazing experience, some downtime, we make sure that you have the best trip. Um, and that's so special to have someone leave and say, you know, that's, I needed that. That was amazing. That was the best trip or try something new because they, you know, they've stepped over. It's, it's a bit like the firewalk when you go to Tony Robbins UPW event, you try scuba diving and you've broken through so many fears and that's on holiday. So imagine coming back from on holiday and feeling like you've done something where you've broken your fears. It's just so empowering. So yeah, it's always been more than just a hotel. It seems like and more than just a hotel, a complete mind, body, soul experience. I cannot yeah. wait to go to Indonesia. Indonesia <laughs> has always been on my bucket list. And so I just can't wait to reunite in real life with you yeah. there one day soon. And letting go. I want to talk about letting go because how important do you think letting go is for living the dream life and for defining and knowing what it will make to make us happy or what it will take to make us happy? Yeah, it is a number one contributor. It may not be the only one that's someone, but it's definitely in the top five. And I'll tell you why. If you can let go of certain expectations, if you can let go of your ego, if you can let go of what you thought was right and what people expect from you, you will then live a life that's authentic to you, which is a life on your terms. And I have had to do that many times in many ways. So, you know, when I... I had to let go of what my culture expected of me and I had to let go of my expectations of my financial security, stability, which, you know, it, we turned it around, but when we made the jump, we didn't necessarily know how successful our business would be. I mean, we now have a seven-figure business, but we didn't when we started it, but we had to let go of that expectation. And 
I've actually, you know, for me, part of having a dream life was freedom. And to have freedom, I've had to let go of elements of my business where I've hired managers to do work for me. I'm a big advocate for the 80-20 rule where you only do the 20% that you need to do and delegate out the 80%. And that's always related to ego. That's to do with, you know, only I can do it best. And often that's not true. So letting go is massive. And I feel like that's one of the skills I've strengthened over the last 10 to 12 years to the extent now I find it, I can let go in 90 seconds of, of a thought or an idea or something that I've been holding on to. I can literally say, I don't need to do that. That does not serve me or that's okay. I don't I don't need that. So detachment is great. Also things like, you know, we're on this tiny island, the electricity goes off. So, you know, oh, well, you have no electricity for a few hours or you can't get something like a certain coffee you wanted or a meal that you're craving or, you know, and you just learn to let go of those things. They just become so much less important. And it's, I love that. I love that freedom. It's actually freedom as well in its own way. It is freedom. It's about letting go of everything from our past. I feel like that's how I have really become aligned with my purpose. It is letting go of the things that other people thought I should be doing Mm -hmm. and those old beliefs and the jobs that didn't serve me, the relationships that didn't serve me the habits that didn't serve me. I mean, I think it's almost now that we're talking about it, like the number one thing about creating what we do want in life is to not just go out and create it because that takes a little bit more effort. What is actually easier is to let go of the things that aren't serving us. And that's our anchor. That's what's preventing us like moving forward and creating. So you can like invest all you want in the business courses, the education, the coaching. But if we don't learn that one skill of letting go, it'll all be wasted time and wasted money and wasted investment in my opinion, because it's our anchor and we need to let the anchor go so we can sail off to the dream. Yeah. Maybe it's not an island, but we all have our own like definition of that, I think. Yeah, it's, you know, it is really like we, we hear often, you know, growth is on, on the other side of um, being comfortable. It's a kind of a metaphor for that. But it's, I like what you said about the anchor. It's, it's the things that drag us down, like the need for a car, the need for a house, the need for the, the, material goods you know a sofa or or whatever the things that really hold you back I must earn another you know another amount of money because I need this and actually as soon as you drop that for yourself and and you let go of those expectations or needs you're like oh I'm actually quite free I can do so many different things that I didn't think I could do before or you know I don't need those things so I can have an afternoon off today or, or whatever so it's it's a it's a skill you have to build it. It's, you know, it's something that we have to get into us like certainty, but I have worked on that over the last 12 years or 14 years. And I can tell you that I can do it so much quicker now than I could before. It may have taken me a few days before, and now it takes me a few minutes. So the certainty or the letting go? The letting go. The letting go, just, I can do it so quickly now where I, I may be like, oh, I really want that. And I'm like, oh, I don't. Okay. Just let it go really quickly. 
Right. If it's not making us feel good, I feel like if it's making your heart heavy, if you feel just sensations in your body, I feel like we can pay more attention to those. And if you're not feeling like lightness in your body, and if your mind is going back and forth, do I really want this? Do I not? It's just turning off the mind and letting it go. Yeah. And not even letting it go for good. If it's meant to be, I really do feel like it'll come back. And those are the signs that we're being more aligned and directed towards whether it be a dream life, your purpose, whatever you really label it. Happiness. What is your definition of happiness? So I, I know that there's many definitions of, you know, happiness and I actually I should ask you yours for this podcast but for me it's really being able to say every day or every night actually at the end of the night and go I'm happy with you know it went well today I'm happy with the things that happened I'm glad you know yes you may have had an argument or you may have you know lost your temper or been frustrated but I'm I'm happy with how I dealt with it like the way that the day has ended is the way that it was should have ended it was meant to be and that makes me feel uh, happiness and contentment, I guess, are, are a similar in a similar vein. Um, it just makes me think, yes, okay, it is the way it should be. Doesn't always have to be good, if you know what I mean. Like, for example, when my mom passed away, that was not happy, but I knew I could get to the end of the day and be like, it's the way that it was supposed to be, and it's all working out how it should. And you know, looking for the kind of not a positive. I don't want to say that I'm overly positive, but I do balance my thinking enough that I I feel content by the end of the day so I don't what is your definition of happiness I should have checked so my definition of happiness is living a life that is pain-free because of my own experience with a lot of physical and emotional pain and Mm -hmm. mainly that emotional pain turned into physical pain Mm -hmm. so that's why I just feel like I am happy if I can get through the day and not have like the physical pain, which I have been so liberated of removing all that physical pain, I would say even within the past two years. So my definition of happiness is living a life pain-free in peace and contentment. Yeah. That's really, I feel like, yeah, happiness is. And I can write it out a little bit better than I just said. Yeah. But the great thing about what you've said is, is that, you know, at least you know what it kind of is. And the problem is, like I said earlier, you, it's good to, it's good to know what you don't want, but it's as important to know what you do want. And, you know, saying to yourself, okay, I've got to the end of the day and these three, these three things are checked off, but two out of three are checked off. You know, you've had a good day. So just knowing is really important. It's all about the knowing. And really, that's what I believe faith is. You know, Carrie, faith is my God-given name, but it took me forever to understand what faith was and the meaning of faith. And really, we all have the ability to define what faith is, define what happiness is, define what the dream life is. We have the ability, because we live in a subjective world, to define subjective things such as what healthy is, what success is, 
And yeah. you and I are both big believers in, I be, I think that we're both believers, I'm speaking for you now, of visualizing or cre- having a vision and just going out and creating it. Can Absolutely. you tell me a little bit, maybe your idea or how you would help people to visualize their dream life? Yeah, I would love to. Actually, quite often I've arrived at a place six or eight months later, and I know that I've been there before because I had seen it so clearly. So for me, that's almost my visualization where I have almost thought about it enough, seen it so much that I, when I get there, I'm like, oh yeah, I knew I was getting here. It's that, almost that certainty that I was getting there. So I'm not a vision board person, but I would definitely say to people that figure out your modality that you need. You know, is it saying it to yourself in some sort of incantations? Is it writing it down in a journal because you need to write it? Is it drawing it in pictures or creating a vision board because you're a visual person? Figure out for yourself, even making a video. I've seen people making vision videos, which are super fun as well. But just figure out for yourself where you're headed. I'm such a believer in setting your GPS, just like, you know, if you go on any journey, you've got to know your destination. And some people do take it to the extreme where they do it weekly. I would say it's more about the outcome. So, you know, rather than saying this week, this is my vision for what happens this week, it's more like, I know that I want to be traveling with my family by a certain point. And then working down from there, well, what does that mean I have to do to make that a reality? And what does that, so the outcome is the travel with family. And then you can start breaking that down into your tasks and your to-do lists and, you know, the action steps along the way. So yes, things do not happen by accident. Serendipity is fantastic. Karma, you know, all is destiny. I do say those words in my life, but I definitely try and take control of some of it. Because I just think I'm not, maybe I'm just not willing to give it all up to, to that, you know, the death to the world. I know that I have a part to play and I need to play my part in making it a reality. Um, so I encourage anyone who's listening, just do some sort of, you know, idea setting or visualization or just thinking ahead a little bit and just say to yourself, three months, six months, 12 months, five years, 10 years, 20 years, where do I want to be and work backwards. So I've, I've done that with my clients and I've had coaches do that with me and it's very powerful. That is very powerful. We have to set our GPS, but we can't yeah. set the GPS without knowing the destination of where we're going. And it's not a straight line, right? Yeah. And that's why we can have control of the way we show up day to day, do the the small action action steps, I feel like day to day, what's going to make us feel good at peace, content in the moment, despite having maybe disasters or obstacles or fights or fallouts, whatever happens throughout the day. If you know, you just did that one thing or those three things to support the long-term vision. For me, I like to write it out. I'm a big, um, I love to write. So I write it in my journal every day. And I also am a firm believer of visualization. I am a Mm -hmm. visual learner, but I feel like when I do a vision board, we just take things for granted. We don't know the detail when we Mm -hmm. stare at the same thing every day. We Mm -hmm. don't start noticing it, or at least this is how my mind works. So I have to close my eyes and visualize it without actually seeing it in my concrete world. Yeah. I need to dematerialize it and just 
have even the details. So when I walk my clients through visualizing, I have them experience sense. I have them experience Mm -hmm. sounds and incorporating the five senses through the sixth sense. Yeah, perfect. You know, attaching the, as you and I both know, because we've studied this, attaching emotion to the outcome is the, is is so overly powerful. A good and a bad emotion, depending which one will drive you faster to get or it will keep you going more. Um, so just that feeling great because you've reached that point or terrible because you didn't. So, you know, we've, we've both uh, worked on that and I know that. The other thing that I really like to say, and this starts start sounding a bit woohoo, is when I say you can manifest things if you say them. So I encourage anyone here, tell someone, you know, say it. Don't just necessarily write it, even if you are just saying it to yourself into your audio or into your phone and then listen back. But there's something about like announcing it to the world somehow in some way, shape or form. Get a coach, you know, talk to you about it, coach. Get it out into the world and then you will start making it real. It's almost like people start to hear it once you've said it and then it just starts to manifest. So don't just keep it in your head and on a piece of paper maybe and just get it out into the big wide world. Well, I love that you said this maybe woohoo because I feel like a lot of my conversations with people that are fully aligned with me, we go to the woohoo space because <laughs> that's really to me what life is all about. It's all about the energy. And so if we're keeping that energy, that thought, that dream inside, it's harder to create it on the outside in the yeah. real material world. So when we say it either to our friend to even pronounce it anywhere just pronounce it shout it out that is where knowing comes from because when you get stuck in the head the thought about it it just being on a piece of paper and a private diary that no one's going to read yeah less likely to happen but we must put that energy out there in the universe because our thoughts are energy, our emotions are energy, and the right people will come to us. Like there's 100%. no, it's all reality why you came to me and why we came to each other because we're very aligned with helping people live out the dream life. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's true. And that's another really good point you've made there. If you open yourself to people coming into your life and the universe supporting your mission or your ideas or where you, or your purpose, people will come to you. There's bigger, there's bigger things at play here. So allow that, allow those people in, you know, even if you're like, why is, why am I connecting to this person? Or why does this piece of person keep coming up in my life? And maybe explore that a little bit further. And rather than ask why, maybe just let go of that why and just start leaning into it a little bit and see where it goes. And I've done that so many times. And it's always worked out, always. Even if it's a lesson, even if it's something that's negative and it's a lesson, I lean in and it makes the biggest difference. Well, I love that we've gone here because we're wrapping it up. And I think this is a perfect place to wrap it up is about just allowing, right? Allow what is in your heart to be aligned and to open up like open up the floodgates because you know, we all know really what we want in life. And so we must just open up the heart, kind of shut the brain off a little bit, open up the heart and allow it to come in. And until I really broke down a lot of barriers in my own life that was 
holding me back, which was keeping me hidden and my purpose hidden. Carry Faith on Purpose is about the meaning that we give every single day, the meaning that we give our relationships, the meaning that we give to our dreams. Mm. And so where the, do you see yourself in the next five years? So I'll, I'll definitely still be in Indonesia because that's definitely my spiritual home. And oh, good. My, because yeah. I want to come to you <laughs> in the next five years. Yeah. And please share my details here. And anyone listening is, you know, reach out to me, tell me that you heard um, this podcast and I will definitely meet you as a friend and welcome you to literally heaven on earth. I mean, Bali is definitely heaven on earth and Indonesia. Yeah. It's paradise Island. The the way that you expect it to be in the pictures um, and I'll, and you can share my website so people can see that, which will be fantastic. Uh, yeah, I will be there. I'll be raising my kids there. I love the environment there. I love the community feel. I love the way that it's not the Western world. I'll be honest right now. That's not where I want to raise my children. I want them to be raised in that culture. There's a lot of permaculture there. There's a lot of organic food. There's a lot of growing your own vegetables and keeping things local. So I like that. And I'm very much about that. The environmental impact of what we do, all those things, all those values, I really want to raise my children with the, in that environment and my, live in that myself. Um, I will continue to coach women so that they can, you know, have the, the life that they dream and they deserve and, you know, a life on their terms. So I find that it's one of my superpowers to show women that they can do that. And I'll continue down that mission and that path. And I have every intention to create a space, actually, um, a retreat space where women can come and, clear out their minds and, you know, do all of this work around visioning, around learning, being in community, around figuring out what they want, learning the skills to get them there. And at the same time, fill their cup with self-care, you know, massages and baths and great food and all of the stuff that you can get in Indonesia very easily. So that's my mission in the next five years to have a retreat space like that. So watch, watch this space for that. Well, ironically, that's where I see myself in the next five years as well is wow. having retreats for women, perhaps men and women and couples to exotic places because oh, wow. it's really about changing your environment, I believe too. If yes. We must take ourselves out of reality a little bit, whether it be permanently or temporarily and change the environment because that's when, you know, the mind and the body and the heart sees life differently. Yeah. Especially in such a very healing and energetically positive environment like Bali. I mean, there, it really is a special place. So it really is heaven on earth in terms of its positive religious, well, spiritual, not religious energy. So people feel fueled by that as well. So it's the best place to go through this transformation. And I am, this is why we met. <laughs> this the is alignment I of our mission. I can't wait for the listeners here and the men and women that we touch in the future. Yes. To all reunite in Bali yes. or somewhere along this journey throughout life. So thank that you. That would be Nina, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Us. Thanks so much, Kerry. Thank you for listening and investing your time with me because I believe we are all here to learn, grow and evolve effortlessly into the future. If you enjoyed what was shared today, I encourage you to subscribe, 
rate, review, and share because together we can do so much more. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Faith on Purpose to find out more opportunities to uncover your deepest why.